0: Here we go, and yeah. three, two, one, let's stop sharing my screen and just talk to you. Cat. how is it going this morning?
1: Pretty good, you know, early mornings.
0: <laughs> it is kind of early for me and everybody else. Uh, I, I, I try and do, I guess I've got like two of these a day scheduled, basically all week, so it's going to be fun. How long have you been a gamer? Tell me about that. Um, I
1: don't know. Probably since Nintendo came out.
0: Since Nintendo came out? Oh, so you're, you're getting to be boomer level gamer right up in there? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, boomer. Okay. Very nice. Uh, so quite a while. 20, 20-ish years, something like that. And me and you was talking, and while we was talking, you mentioned something interesting, and that is um, that you're a former sex worker that used gaming as not even just a, not even a coping mechanism, but kind of like you incorporated it into your various jobs. So tell me about that. Um...
1: Mostly I just did it when I was bored. <laughs> I had had downtime, so mm-hmm. I feed and you know play whatever. Lots of kill zone.
0: <laughs> you a, so you, you had an opportunity to do so. Um, well tell me about tell me tell me a story. Give me an example. Or three. Or three. <laughs> we got like uh, ninety minutes to sit here and talk about this, so get comfortable. Tell me, give me, give me a little history. How, how did you get into, how did you get into that particular profession? Um, Are you still in it? And tell me about the, how the gaming kind of influenced your, your time in said profession.
1: Okay. Um, I got into it four years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I saw an ad on the internet, and I responded, and they were like, "Yeah, so it's actually this. Are you still interested?"
0: What do you What do you mean, ad on the internet?
1: Um, that's how they recruit people sometimes for agencies. Uh, they put it down as professional masseuse or something like that, and then. When they contact you, they'll be like, yeah, so you'll be doing adult
0: stuff. What do you mean adult stuff? Uh, this, Yeah, this is kind of going on YouTube, but uh, this is also a podcast on nine other platforms, so it's fine. Say what you need to say.
1: <laughs> um, be as explicit as
0: you want to be. It's okay. Uh,
1: they don't really talk to you or about you what exactly you're going to be doing, they asked to meet, because it's still illegal to solicit.
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: So we met in person, and they explained it in depth when we met. And uh, I was like, let me think about it. You know, it's good money. Mm-hmm. I like it anyways.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: So... Uh, I went back and talked to my boyfriend at the time, and I was like, okay, so I have an opportunity to do this, blah, blah, blah. How would you feel about it? And he was like, do you want to do it? And I was like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I called them back, and I was like, I, I'll do this for a little bit. Mm-hmm. How long? Uh, it was supposed to only be like six or seven months just to until I got on my feet and got a job. Uh, it ended up being three years. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed it, actually.
0: What made you stop if you enjoyed it so much? Say that again.
1: My now partner was not okay with it. Mm -hmm. So we talked about it. And he didn't tell me I couldn't do it, but he asked me to stop. And I was like, you know what? I don't really need to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I have a job. I'm making money. I don't need the extra. (laughs) I I got really lonely too. What do you mean? uh, I spent a lot of time alone, uh, not talking to anyone, really. Why is that? Um, because I would stay in a hotel room, and then I would go, you know, to the studio and work, mm-hmm. and there weren't really. Times when I could talk to the other girls because they were busy or doing photo shoots or,
0: you know. <laughs> so was you discouraged to – hold on. We'll, we'll get to the photo shoots thing in a second. But was was you discouraged to really interact with people in a personable way uh, or, or a personal – not personable but personal way um, or not form any sort of relationships outside of said – Uh, activities uh, outside of that job um, was you was you discouraged from doing so or was it just just kind of the nature of the beast
1: Uh, like with clients or with the other girls
0: clients other girls or even people outside said profession
1: um my boss and I were pretty pretty close we would drink together after hours and you know shoot the shit Mm -hmm. You know, girl talk. (laughs)
0: Okay.
1: Uh, I wouldn't say discouraged. Um, Just no time. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were all pretty busy when we were working. Uh, And clients, I still maintain relationships with some of my clients. I don't see them like that anymore. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'll check up on them and we'll chit-chat.
0: It's interesting that you got so close because the common perception is like, eh, okay, well, the the payment is the end of this relationship, so let's move on.
1: Uh, it really depends. A lot of people think if people just come and, you know, fuck you, but a lot of times it's, you know, people who are lonely and they'll come and they'll just pay to sit down and talk to you. Or like... You know, just to cuddle and feel that emotional, physical connection.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I spent a surprising amount of time with my clothes on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am I am fully surprised at that as well. Actually, no. Like, when I sit and think about it, no. It kind of makes sense. Like, uh, Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Though it's... <sighs> in in 2019 with there being literal professional cuddling agencies it makes a little less sense but it does kind of make sense like human beings aren't really made to be we're social creatures by nature right we're not really made to be alone that's true so okay well tell me more surprising facts <laughs>
1: <laughs> um um, a lot of my clients were looking for uh, threesomes. actually.
0: That makes a ton of sense actually. yeah.
1: yeah. because uh, a lot of women want, you know, just that experience for their boyfriend's husband's fuck buddies, whatever.
0: Yeah, but they don't want they don't want it to be something where it's like, hey, I'm gonna see you on the regular, right?
1: Yeah, we're like, <laughs>
0: I've
1: got feelings for my other half now. Yeah, because yeah, so with that's that, like, it was.
0: That sounds like it actually leads to another really odd misconception that people have. Like, so sex workers don't have or get feelings. So, has there been a time where you? I mean obviously you have feelings but has there been a time where where you got feelings for said client is there some sort of protocol in place for that sort of thing or do you just go with it like how does that work how do you separate the business cuz it's sex is a very personal act how do you how do you separate those Um I kind of just
1: I go into it thinking this is work, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like it's very different from when I'm home with my boyfriend or my partner at the time. It's very intimate that way. Whereas with clients, it's kind of like this is my job.
0: (laughs) Now I would say that at least in my mind, there's a very hard, there's a very hard like line right there where it's like, well, okay, I can separate. I can separate swinging a hammer at a rock. I can separate that from, you know, like being at home and doing something. But it's still a very personal act. I can't. I can't see the difference. Point me towards the difference.
1: Uh, it's definitely not for every type of personality. Some mm-hmm. people can't separate it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they end up turning to drugs or whatever to help them cope with it. Um, It's very unfortunate. I've seen some girls, you know, just spiral.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's not definitely a hard job, but not for everyone. Uh, I have no issues personally and, you know, a lot of the girls didn't either. I'm not entirely sure why or how. Like I said, I just go into it thinking this is work, you know, home is home. Kind of like uh, people who stress about work but they can leave
0: work at work. Compartmentalization. You're no sociologist, yeah. but you can compartmentalize well.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: That makes sense. That that makes a weird sort of sense. So during these downtimes between clients, that's when you would you would game hard and often and fast.
1: <laughs> yeah. I got <gotcha>. I, <laughs> I would take my lunch break and I would play a game of league. I was like, "Do not bother me for an hour." <laughs>
0: nice so you you had sort of a set schedule or was it more like was you aware of your schedule and you could plan your gaming and your downtime around that did did you incorporate that into any of your sessions or photo ops or anything like that <laughs>
1: um i had this client that would come and he would play uh mario kart with me <laughs>
0: This is what I'm gonna do with my time. (laughs) I wanna play Mario Kart. What?
1: Yeah. Just like, sit around naked and play Mario Kart.
0: That's weird. I gotta be honest with you. (laughs)
1: I liked it. I got to play Mario
0: Kart. Well, there you go. It just felt, it feels weird. It's like, hey, what are you doing, dude? I have questions. I have questions. I'm glad it worked. I'm glad it worked out for you. And it, it was like, you know, but I still have questions. Where is this guy at? We need him on the podcast. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. I had uh, some very interesting clients. Do tell. Um uh a lot of them were engineers and stuff, so sometimes we would, you know, sit down and talk about aspirations and schools and options and stuff because mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they'd ask me what I want to do because they're like, oh, you don't want to do this for the rest of your life, do you? And I'm like, well, no, I'm going to get old at some point. <laughs>
0: uh, the the age-old question, what happens when you hit the wall, essentially?
1: Basically. I wanted to end in my prime, thank you very much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, okay, so there's a few things happening. And I don't know I don't know how where you are and are not because we didn't really get a chance to talk about some of this stuff. But I would be super, duper interested about uh, in your takes on some of this stuff. So like, every, I don't know, at least once a month, at least once a month, for two or three days, there is this uproar on uh, streamer, Twitter on uh, content creator Twitter over uh, essentially booby streamers like it starts off with somebody usually a guy going hey listen Twitter I found this clip of a girl not wearing a bra and shaking her covered tits or doing X Y Z like you know she's she's streaming but she's got the camera pointed down here and it is literally like we are half a, half a centimeter away from going full nipple. Like, and their question, they usually try and phrase it in a non, like, sexist way. Like, hey, listen, I think women can do whatever they want, but here is X, Y, and Z. Do you guys think this is appropriate? There's always this sort of question that comes up. And like I said, it's about once a month it comes up. What do you think? Because it looks to me like it's like essentially soft core camming, but what's your thoughts?
1: Um I mean I get it. Use your assets if you can.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Excel's. Okay. But it's just as easy as that.
0: Mm-hmm. That it's just as easy as that. So what about We have, we seem to have two camps um, in the content creation field, three camps. We have the people who think that's completely inappropriate. Um, We have the people who, uh, they don't care one way or the other, um, but they recognize, hey, listen, like you just said, sex sells, so it is what it is. And then we have, I hate to put it this way. But then we have the weird SJW people who are like, well, if you have a problem with her displaying her body, that's on you. If you're sexualizing it, you're the problem. And it's like, I find myself I find myself in this weird position, right? Where, okay, it's your brand. If that's the brand you want to promote and that's the attention you want to draw, that's fine. But please stop pretending like that's not the reason you're doing it. Um, what do you think? What would you um, say to someone like me to change my mind? Or do you think it even should be changed?
1: Um, well, I feel like if they're doing that, it's for a specific reason. They're not just accidentally not wearing a bra and jiggling <laughs> their boobs around, you know? <laughs> like it's not an accident right? and then there was a girl who was masturbating while playing video games like shouldn't slip and you know <laughs> like she's purposefully doing it
0: oh no the camera just fell down and I happen to have something inserted and I'm moving it around whoops, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I got you um, the other argument that comes up is okay well, if you don't like it, ignore it. Or if you don't like it, uh, you should mind your own business about it, even though it's displayed on a public platform for public consumption. So what would your take on that be?
1: I mean, I kind of agree. Although I don't think it should be on Twitch per se, because there are children on there. Mm -hmm. Uh, but at the same time, if you don't like it, you don't have to watch it, right? So if you see that as the thumbnail or whatever, or you read it on Reddit and it says specifically that, mm-hmm. you know, you can just opt not to look at it. I see. I mean, if you watch it, you're making a conscious choice because you have to click on it, right? You're not...
0: I think, I think that's where that- a lot of the problem comes from is first off, people don't know how to talk to each other. Uh, that's very clear that the art of conversation is lost with the 256 character limit. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's part of the problem. I think the other part of the problem is nobody wants to be wrong, right? Uh, nobody wants to be wrong. Nobody wants to admit that they're wrong. A and B uh, nobody wants to admit that they're like, if you admit you're doing something for attention and something to sell a brand, that's essentially admitting that, hey, listen, I'm, I'm okay with this. Um, and you, it seems like it's hard to hold up this like beacon of morality brand while you're, you know, jiggling your tits brawless Like, that's what I'm seeing. And it seems like, I don't know, like, it seems like we can't, uh, as a community, reconcile the two. And we can't say, okay, this is fine, but can you put up, like, an 18 plus sign and no preview on your stream? Just be like, hey, listen, I'm, I'm jiggling everything out. This is a thought stream, uh, 18 plus, thanks, yeah, bye. Um, I feel like people would have less of a problem with it if it was just clearly labeled. Like, this is what I'm doing. Congrats.
1: Yeah, I um, I definitely agree. It should be advertised that it's 18 plus. Uh, you know, because unfortunately it would be admitting it. But at the same time, I find if we do that, it would be more sex positive as well. You know, if people were like, yeah, you know what? I'll watch a girl jiggling her tits. It's not sexist. That's what, I just there's like clearly
0: jiggling. a market for it. These girls are making tons of money and they're, you know, they're almost instantly partnered, right? They're almost instantly gaining thousands and thousands of followers. There's clearly money in it. So I don't see what the problem on anybody's side, like everybody is clearly okay with this happening because it's still happening. Yep.
1: Nobody can say it because then.
0: But neither side wants to go. Hey, listen. This is the control. This is the control. Just like with, just like with the porn industry. This is the control. This is this is where we cut off. Hey, listen. We're gonna admit that we're doing this, but but. Everybody else can shut up now because we have this. We have this. Uh, you have to be 18 to see what's behind the hand. Like that. That's it. That's all people are saying. But I don't think anybody wants to do that because then you have to admit, hey, listen, I'm making adult content. And then people who are if you're admitting it, then people who are critical of it have to go, She's owning up to what she's doing. Let her do her thing. Like I I can't complain no more. There's controls. Everything's in place. There's no there's no negative to this other than I don't like the people are doing it. And at that point, you're just an asshole, right? Basically. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I feel like there's also the whole stigma of like, if you're sexualizing yourself, you're degrading yourself.
0: I believe that stigma still exists. I truly do. On the other hand, on the other hand of this, i believe that stigma still exists because any form of social media you go on you go on reddit you go on friggin god what is that app i used to see the look whisper i was using whisper okay you go on dating sites and there are girls that are literally on there with the words cash at me cash App for nudes and and that is It looks like, it looks like you've got a handout. You're not doing this as a business. It doesn't look like a business thing. It looks like you've got a handout. And that is where, that is where I personally believe that the stigma still comes from. It's not a, it's not a like, Hey, listen, you're clearly a dirty person for doing this. No. But, like, the majority that people see, the vast majority of these girls that people see doing this sort of thing, they're literally sitting there with their hand out going, hey, I need uh, need my nails done. Somebody. Anybody. And there's always a desperate dude that will give them money for existing. Yeah. I think that's where it comes from. What about you? What do you think?
1: Uh. I mean, I think there's a right way and a wrong way to do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, same with like any type of sexualization of your own body. Um, you know, there are people, like you said, who are just expecting handouts. They don't put the effort in. They don't market themselves. They're just like, hey, you know what? I took a picture of my ass. Give me like 50 bucks.
0: That's it. Yeah, that's it's it.
1: It's not a peaceful nude. Come on.
0: <laughs> well, it's like, um, who was it that we did the video on? Belle Delphine. And uh, I talked to I talked to a YouTuber, Craig Beckett, about this. It's like the uh, the Ahigo face, the little like anime, tongue out, eyes crossed. I'm coming hard face, right? Girls are taking pictures of that and selling those pictures. And okay, that's fine, but then you get accused of like taking advantage of a what is essentially a vulnerable populace. Because let's be honest, the dudes buying this sort of thing are fucking stupid. They <sighs> are like, okay, spend your money where you want, but dude, if you are that turned on that you have to spend five bucks for a picture of that that you can Google for free. Eh, I gotta question your intelligence. Ugh.
1: It could be something really specific, though, like a specific person they want to see doing it.
0: Maybe I the totally
1: person. Agree with that. Or...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just don't get the. Uh... I I get where the stigma comes from. I don't get how to like how would you suggest people would approach that then on both sides of the aisle, not just the 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 worker side of the aisle, also the the fan or the non-fan or the you know the opponent or proponent of of said things.
1: Um I'm not really entirely sure. <laughs>
0: Uh, If this was you, if you was going out and selling nudes uh, today, how would you suggest that uh, other sex workers in the space or other uh, lewd or nude models in the space, how would you suggest that they market themselves in a more, um, I don't want to say friendly, but more, more like less, hey, uh, I am, I am doing this and if you don't like it you're evil sort of way like how do you sit down and have a conversation saying hey okay i get that's what you want to do your body your choice uh, okay i gotcha but (laughs) you understand that people have a problem with this because of x y and z and how do you feel like we should approach those problems
1: um I think you have to put it out there and make sure people know you're choosing to do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I was working, a lot of people were nervous. They would ask me how I feel about it and if I'm being forced to do it or, uh, you know, if I owe anyone money. That kind of stuff.
0: I mean, I think that's the common trope, though, right? Is, like, there's some dude pimp that's smacking you up when he doesn't get at least 30 to 90% of your money, and you're clearly on drugs, uh, and and you owe people money for drugs. <laughs> because that's the trope, right?
1: Yeah. No, a uh, surprising amount of girls are clean. Hmm. Very clean, um, especially for... Uh, you know the ones that work for agencies they have to be clean
0: is there a lot of actual agencies or is it a lot of independent people
1: um there's a lot of agencies I worked for two of them Hmm. yeah Uh, one in Toronto and one in Ottawa there are four in Ottawa and then there's one that's international
0: Prestige worldwide. Got you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Everybody loves the French girls.
0: (laughs) Everybody loves the French girls. Uh, Does that go back to a a reputation thing, a stigma, or a trope, or is it just something else?
1: It's definitely a stigma. (laughs) Yeah, everyone everyone seems to think uh, French girls are the dirty ones.
0: I mean... Didn't we get like most of our sexual things from France? Like it's called a "menage a trois." That's French. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely French. There's got to be a connection. At least that's how my caveman brain is going to see it, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Now. We're back to our suggestions. What suggestions would you have? Maybe not for maybe not for the full out sex worker portion, but for the people who are like doing the baby sex worker thing. Like they're doing cam shows, they're doing nudes and lewds, that sort of thing. Do you have any suggestions for them coexisting in a space uh, which is the gaming space that's dominated by seemingly more conservative views
1: um,
0: besides well, dressing up like princess peach and anime girls and selling to the horny fucks that way
1: I mean cosplaying is a really easy way
0: <laughs> it really yeah. is dudes go nuts yep. for that thing
1: I know but I find a lot of the girls don't actually know the games that they're dressing up as oh Yeah, um, I know, you know, Jessica Negri plays most of the games that she has characters and dresses up as.
0: I don't know who that is. Tell me who that is. I will look her up on Twitter later.
1: She's a very famous cosplayer. She does a lot of League stuff, like League of Legends, and, uh, I don't know, she's got, like, huge tits.
0: Shout out (laughs) to her. I guess, and her <laughs> huge tits, apparently.
1: No, she's she's actually, she's really nice. She's funny. Mm. You know, she's very laid back. Uh, some of her videos, she's just doing silly stuff. So, you know, she comes across as a...
0: Personable.
1: You know, yeah, a person, not just sex. Oh,
0: that makes you sense, know? yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, when she does, like... I think she did an AMA, and she was just... Really down to earth and humble.
0: You sound like your fangirling a little bit here. Is that is that what's going on?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've met her a few times and every oh. time I'm in awe of this woman. <laughs> 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 no, I find just like she does it the right way, you know?
0: Okay. Tell like, me about that.
1: Uh she picks things that she knows, mm-hmm. of course, and uh she doesn't really do it for money, she does it because she likes it. you know she does it with her boyfriend. it's more fun than anything
0: so let me see if i can if I can interpret this a little bit uh or maybe not interpret, but let me see if i'm I'm hearing this right, so your suggestion thus far is uh to Be personable, be part of the space, but also don't be able to talk about what you're doing. Make it a real, make it a real situation. Take a real interest. Don't just use the space for gain. Basically. Basically, ooh, that silence was that jeopardy moment. As you considered what I was saying, that Jeopardy moment was killing me. I was like, fuck, did I get this fucking wrong? What the fuck is going on here?
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to scare you there. Uh,
0: uh, I just elbowed my mic and shut it off. So we're good. Uh, we're good now. <laughs> okay. So what other suggestions do you got? Um about the combination the combination of the two spaces do you have any other insights into that combination um
1: not really i mean it's always more attractive if you can talk start talk about what you're doing right mm-hmm. like if takes a picture of her with a ps3 controller and says oh my god playing xbox it's just kind of like, well, how dense are you?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's kind of like, that's kind of where we get that that quote unquote, you know, hashtag gamer girl trope from, right? Is, is there's clear examples of people who are like, uh, I'm using this space because I want the horny gamer boys to fangirl over me. Like, okay. But at the same time, there's legitimate people there. And if you can legitimately talk about the space, you feel like that it would be better.
1: Yeah, like if you know what you're talking about, because it's super unattractive to start talking to someone who is like, oh, yeah, you know, I know nothing about what I'm doing right now, but I'm doing it.
0: (laughs) I'm clearly using you for money, but that's supposed to be okay because I'm hot and naked. (laughs) (laughs) so you got out uh you you stopped the you stopped the sex work um and it wasn't because like it wasn't it was a choice it wasn't because oh I finally got out I found a healthy relationship I quit x y and z and I I didn't have to do that no more it you just made the choice. Hey, listen, I'm gonna stop. Is that a common, uh, is that a common choice, or is the trope the more common situation?
1: Um, I find around where I live, mm-hmm. um, it's more common for women to just be like, "Hey, you know what? I had a good run, but I don't feel like doing this anymore," or you know, just kind of. I have enough money I'm doing what I want mm. I'd rather focus on like school or whatever
0: gotcha was you in yeah. contact with anybody outside of your area in the industry as it were uh,
1: yes I talked to a lot of people in the surrounding areas mm. uh, both girls and clients and some of my clients would drive, like, two or three hours to come see me.
0: <laughs> so does it seem does it seem less strict there in Canada than it does here in the States? Or here in the States, does it seem more free, I guess um, is the word.
1: I've spoke to a couple sex workers in the States, and it seems very different. Do like, t- it seems there, there's a lot more independent workers and... More, I guess, horror
0: stories. <laughs> you said horror, horror,
1: horror, yes.
0: Okay. okay. I was going to say um, a lot more horror stories. What? Well, <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, what, what does that mean? What does that mean exactly? <laughs> uh, tell me about the, so the horror, horror stories. Tell me about those.
1: Um, Well, some of the girls I've spoke to were like, yeah, there were people who come, they're sketchy, they're, you know, like on drugs and, you know, like they've pulled a knife on me or, Mm -hmm. you know, like they've, uh, they've raped me and not paid me or, you know, stuff like that. Or they get too aggressive and the girl can't work anymore for the day. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. Whereas... I find here, like, I've never run into any of those issues because we worked out of uh, our own building. Okay. We weren't working out of hotels or anything like that. And uh, there were always people on the premises and, you know, like, the people going into it knew they couldn't fuck up, <laughs> basically.
0: Right. I yeah. I see. So... Now, do you think that's a difference between the American and Canadian cultures? Because I got to be honest with you, uh, we've been talking for almost 40 minutes, right at 40 minutes, and you haven't apologized once. And as a Canadian, I'm surprised. Um, <laughs> so, do you think it's uh, it's the difference between the Canadian culture and the American culture, or do you think it's a difference between the the setup, the industry setup, as it were? Because uh, you mentioned some most that you talked to were more independent than with with other things. Like, what do you think the big difference is?
1: Um, as far as I know, most of the states, it's illegal, completely illegal.
0: One state, uh, one state, it is not, it's legal. Is it Calvinian? It's Nevada. Right, really? Right outside of Vegas, oh, yeah.
1: Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Um, down here, uh, it's legal, you just can't solicit. Hmm. So if you walk into like... What into does like that a, mean? Uh, As long as it's in um, like a registered place.
0: Oh, so like you can put up a storefront, but you can't put on like online ads that are like, Hey, uh, come get your booty here. You can't do that, but you can put up a storefront and be like, Hey, this is, this is where we are.
1: Yeah. Basically you can advertise that it's a brothel, you know, that there's girls there. You just can't be like, Hey, you know, 20 bucks for a BJ or whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, it seems like that system by itself works out better.
1: Definitely more protected for both sides. Mm-hmm. There, you know, so the men there's, are.
0: There's, there's a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of like testing. There's a lot of like, is is there rules and regulations in place?
1: Uh, yeah, okay. there are actually quite a few. Um, So you have to get tested regularly.
0: I would suggest people do that anyways, but.
1: Yeah, definitely. I was tested every three weeks, can't trust anybody.
0: (laughs) That is often. Yeah. That is super duper often.
1: Better safe than sorry, right?
0: Uh, Yes, Uh, I, yes, 110%. (laughs) Okay.
1: Condoms are a must. Mm-hmm. They are supplied. Mm.
0: That makes so it easier, that. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, clients can't be drunk or high.
0: Ooh. Well, that fucks yeah. up a lot. Of, I'm sure that rule by itself fucks up a lot of business because.
1: Yeah, but do you really want somebody who's high there?
0: I mean, high? Probably. If I was you, if I was you. Uh, yes. I would want someone that was high there because they're going to show up and they're going to be like, uh, I'm too high. Let's just lay down in bed. Your bed feels so nice.
1: Ah. <laughs> well, they can smoke pot because mm. it's legal. Here. Uh, yeah, we actually started supplying it on on site.
0: Yeah, but alcohol's had- legal there too, so
1: yeah but drunk people are not easy to deal with
0: yeah that's that's most are or some can be super duper aggressive, right, and that's what you're trying to avoid,
1: yeah, it's just easier, you know, safety issues mm.
0: any yeah. other interesting rules
1: uh, We have the right to refuse anyone, so if we meet someone and we don't like the aura, I guess.
0: I feel I like that's just else. a business. Like, the, you're, you're making it sound like it's just any other commercial business. Like, we have the right to refuse I, service. It basically, basically, it. It basically
1: Yeah, well, here anyways. Like I said, because it's legal.
0: Now, on to the not specific things outside of your current partner uh, and your, your first one. Has it made? Uh, has the stigma surrounding it, or even just the profession itself, has that made dating or talking to people or anything like that, has that made any person-to-person interaction difficult?
1: Um, not really. Sometimes people will judge or be quick to judge, and then I'll just, you know, kind of explain if you could be paid to fuck someone would you not do it and they're like yeah but what about the being degraded because you're selling your body to random people and i'm like well i mean yeah but at the same time i'm being paid like 600 dollars for half an hour it's it's worth it you know right and i get to choose the people it's not like People are just coming in and I can take breaks whenever I want. You know, if I want to see two people a day, I can do that.
0: Mm. Interesting. So on the other end of that, on the other end of that, I feel like there's often a almost pretty woman esque fantasy that some super rich guy is gonna sweep you up and not just on the sex worker's position either. Like, it seems like some dudes probably have that fantasy in their head too. Did you run into any of that?
1: Um. Yes, I had one guy who would come see me three times a week. <laughs> uh, I only worked four days, so.
0: <laughs> nice. So he was taking up most of your time.
1: Yeah, basically, Uh, and he'd come and he'd be like, you know, I can take you away from this, I can give you a better life, blah, 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 and he's like, you know, like, I have a lot of money, and I'm like, well, as nice as that seems, I have a boyfriend and a life, (laughs) and I'm, like, I just didn't, I wasn't interested, he was a really nice guy, but... (laughs)
0: But it kind of creeped me out. I could see that look. You've got that look of like, he was a super nice guy, but he was creepy.
1: A little bit. Only because he would be like, come home with me. Like, I'll make you dinner. I'll treat you right. And I'm like, but my boyfriend does that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like.
0: (laughs) It's, it's gotta be difficult, especially when I feel like, so it's just like, it's just like the dudes who send random dick pics, right? To, to chicks, DMs. I feel like what's happened is something like that has worked. They've done something like that and it worked before, right? It had to have worked at least once because then that triggers that thing in your brain of like okay I made this work once if I just recreate that it will continue working right
1: I mean I suppose yeah either that or seen it in a movie so
0: <laughs> that's possible yeah. too on the other We're hand at- what about the what about on the sex worker side of it have you seen girls go into, or I, I suppose even guys, though i, I got to be honest with you, dick is probably free. <laughs> uh, have you seen girls go into this with the, with that pretty woman-esque fantasy?
1: Uh, a lot of them actually go into it thinking, uh, I'm going to support myself, I'm going to make money. It's mostly that, it's not, I need saving, some rich guy's gonna take me away, Interesting. like be a trophy wife kind of thing.
0: So that's more, you would say that's more the the dudes on the client side, or maybe just dudes in general, that's their idea, uh, and on the female side of it, it's it's a very different perspective.
1: Yeah, well we go, a lot of us, go into it with the whole um you know, I, I want to be able to buy myself things. I want a nice place. I want shoes. Lots and lots of shoes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Way to be a stereotype, cat. Way to be a stereotype.
1: <laughs> I like shoes, okay?
0: <laughs> you like what you like. I can't I, I can't hate on it. All right, so what about the less end? Do you consider the girls who are doing this, this soft core cam work, like on Twitch, where they're they're bouncing around half naked, or the girls with the OnlyFans account, or you know, selling premium Snapchats and all of this? Do you consider them? Because I know there's a debate. On this, but do you consider them sex workers or do they actually have to be having sex to be considered in that category? Um,
1: I would consider them sex positive workers, not entirely sex workers, but, uh, like they're doing what they want. Mm -hmm. Right? And, uh, I feel like a lot more things need to be sex positive like stop making it seem like it's some taboo or like you're having kids at a wedlock type thing i mean
0: i agree now i'm i'm not going to put this out there to disagree i agree i agree especially considering how you and i have met um clearly i must agree right (laughs) at least a little (laughs) But on the other hand, as I've gotten older, I've come to this position where not only being politically moderate, but being like a moderate person in general, I like to look at both sides of everything. Uh, Also, I like to argue. So I like to play devil's advocate on everything. and, And it makes it hard to do if you don't know the other side. I get it. I get how a religious context or how even a... I get how it can be seen that way. Uh, I don't understand why you won't sit down if you see something as a super duper negative. Why you won't sit down with those people and talk to them? It's it just like just like with the abortion thing. Um, I was I was telling one of the guys I interviewed, Nimicry. I, I was telling him, um, yeah, okay, I understand. I understand it's a woman's right to choose what she does with her body, and blah blah blah. And if you want to have an abortion, okay on the other hand these people think you're killing babies and if if you thought somebody was literally murdering babies would you be outraged about it well probably
1: i mean yeah but even in the in the bible you know not to really bring religion into it but
0: Thump that Bible for me. Thump it. Do it. Do it.
1: (laughs) You know, there's one of the stories where um some guy cuts a baby in half.
0: Solomon, yes, King Solomon in his
1: wisdom. Yeah, you know, like you can't pick a side. Have both.
0: Mm.
1: It's gonna suck for everyone.
0: The problem is, uh, and and you see stuff like that, right? You see stuff like that, and you say, okay, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, man. Do you pick and choose your religious context, or do you, do you follow the whole thing? What do you do? And for me, I have serious questions uh, about religion. I have serious questions, clearly, about sex work. I have serious questions about...
1: <laughs> Did you just turn Siri on?
0: Apparently I turned Siri on. And uh she didn't know what I meant by I have serious questions about sex. Whew. Okay, Siri. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> she she was listening to what we had to say. That's kinda oh, no. crazy. <laughs> the AI revolution. Turn off Skynet Uh <laughs> <laughs> but clearly i have i have serious questions about all of these various topics or we wouldn't be having this conversation right but that's the problem people aren't willing to have a conversation they dig in
1: yep they're kind of set in their ways
0: dude i'm 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 in my 30s now i'm i i do not care anymore too old to too old to play this like I'm I'm blind game. Uh and human beings I feel like human beings need to be not more understanding or empathetic, but you you just need to you need to learn how to listen. Learn how to listen to people, learn how to talk to people. And you get a whole new perspective and you grow and you evolve and people people are I, I don't think people want to do that anymore. I think they want to be mm, They want to be stuck. They're trying to be stuck.
1: Yeah, I think it's uh, kind of the way you were raised, right? I don't.
0: I don't believe that at all. (laughs) Um. Uh, I am a preacher's kid. My dad is an ordained minister, uh, was a youth pastor my entire life. Uh, And my mother was a choir church, uh, choir director and and member my entire life. So no, I don't believe that at
1: all. I don't mean that in the sense of like, uh, if you're raised trash, you're going to be trash. Or like, if you're raised super Catholic, you're going to keep that, but you still have that core like you probably have well i know you have good morals and values right and that's probably from your parents i mean you know like i was raised in a in a nudist house so <laughs> yeah so that se- like my i don't sexual i sexualize my body but like we can walk around naked and nobody's like oh my god Mm. This is awful, and like you know, pops a boner and can't control themselves, and you know,
0: Hey, that thing has a mind of its own. I don't tell it what to do. That that's, no. that's not what <laughs> works. I get that. <laughs> but
1: you can tell the rest of your body what to do.
0: <laughs> right. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Um. Yeah. I can I can see that being a thing. Um. The whole the whole nature versus nurture thing. I, I can see that being. A thing because I was definitely, I was definitely nurtured, as it were, to be an empathetic person and to hold on to my moral values and what I thought about, no matter what was going on, and, and that's kind of what I've done my entire life. And sure, I've grown and evolved, and I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not as angry of a person as I used to be, but. <laughs> I, I, I still don't see most people doing that. Like, it, and again, maybe it's, because, maybe it's because where I see a lot of people is Twitter. And it's super duper hard to have any empathetic conversation over the internet. Especially when the other side is yelling, hey, you're a fucking conservative fucking Nazi. Fuck you. And that's their entire okay. post. Or you're a liberal retard. Nah. Or, you know, somebody's shouting, MAGA, ah, like, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I don't get me wrong. I, I get it. I get how you would dig in and that's the audience you're cultivating and okay. But, but how is that advancing anything?
1: Um, It's not, mm-hmm. I think it's, a lot of America as a whole, like North America, not just America. Mm-hmm. America.
0: <laughs> Here comes that Canadian uh, uh, sense of, I'm better than you, because, yeah. Go no, ahead. Not. Set your we're maple not. syrup bottle out and let's, let's hear it. <laughs> uh, I mean,
1: I can go chug some maple syrup if you want.
0: <laughs> go
1: ahead. No, no, no. Um... It's, I find you guys are very divided. Uh, In Canada, we're pretty divided too. Uh, Alberta wants to completely leave Canada at this point. So, I mean, we're not doing much better. (laughs) But uh, I find a lot of people in America are quick to call each other out on politics, even when it doesn't matter. And it's starting here now too. Um, uh, Half the people don't vote and they're like, well, I'm upset because the liberals are in power and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, you didn't get off your ass and vote and now you're just bitching about it.
0: Well, I feel like, so I feel like Trump has really changed politics in that for good or bad, Trump has proved that in a Uh, Democratic Republic, where people, people get the vote and get a say, literally anyone is capable of being elected for any reason. As long as you win our, you know, every, our quarter century popularity contest or whatever it is, you know, like every four years, as long as you win that popularity contest, you can lead the, the, you can lead the country. And for good or bad, we have a president that knows how to sensationalize everything. Every fucking thing. And the dude is funny. The dude really is. He's funny. You sit back and you take the political bias out of it. The dude, the dude, the dude put it, like, photoshopped a picture of Trump Towers onto, onto, like, Greenland or whatever it was we was gonna buy and was like, I promise not to do this and put it out on Twitter. Like, that's fucking funny, okay? The, dude, the yeah. dude knows he's a parody and everybody is, I have the best words. I say all of the best words all of the time. My words are tremendous. Like, the dude knows that so he plays into that and he leans into it super duper hard. We have a reality TV president. And after 10, 15 years of reality TV shows being the best shows, like being the number one rated shows on television in everybody's home, are we really surprised? I mean, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. During that election cycle, okay, during the, the election cycle, I was still in the army. And I told my battalion aid station uh, senior, senior NCO, uh, Staff Sergeant Price. I told him, "Hey, listen, man, Trump's gonna get elected," and he goes, "There's no fucking way Trump's gonna get elected." And I was like, "Yeah, you're not paying that much attention, though, Sergeant. What do you mean? Also, do push-ups." <laughs> <laughs> so as I'm doing push-ups, I'm explaining, like, "Well, Americans like their bullshit, and this guy knows how to bullshit a lot." He knows how to troll and appeal to appeal to people. So, and here we are, you know what I mean? And it's, it's spreading like it's spreading. Um.
1: Yeah. I just, I mean, people went out and it was a conscious choice to do that. Hmm. You know, I'm not against whatever. Cause I'm not, really following your politics, I just follow Trump because he's fucking hilarious.
0: <laughs> that's my point. That's my point.
1: Like, you know, uh, I don't actually know what he's doing other than threatening to build a wall and trying to get rid of all the Mexicans and, you know.
0: <laughs> right, and that's, that's not even like... That's not even scratching the surface of of what's actually going on. What the actual policy decisions are. That's just what the news on both sides are talking about. They're hitting the highlights, and I think that's the problem. Uh, the same way with the same way with sex work in general. Like we've been talking about, a lot of times, a lot of times you get the highlights. You don't get the in depth conversation that we've just sat down and had and you have to make it a you know you make a decision off highlights well what is that decision uh i know what the tropes are and i got these highlights because that hooker over there was stabbed to death and that one stabbed a guy to death uh clearly they both must have been on drugs so that's going to be my overall impression of said profession
1: yeah well, that's the thing. The news doesn't really report on good things, right?
0: It doesn't sell.
1: Unless it's like really good, like, you know, $4 billion raised for cancer <laughs> or Don, elected mayor.
0: Man saves 50,000 puppies from fire.
1: Yeah, but then the rest is like, Florida man does something stupid, <laughs> does something racist.
0: Florida man, <laughs> if that yeah. ain't a fucking trope, God, <laughs> that entire country is a dumpster fire, and it's it's a country by itself. That's not part of America anymore. It's it's Florida. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 't <laughs> Every time you hear, every time you hear something, you never hear you never hear Florida man saves homeless guy. No, you hear Florida man caught eating someone's face. <laughs> Florida man gets high and kills 37 people and is caught raping the corpses like what? What is going on down there? What are you people doing? Jeb Bush, we have questions.
1: <laughs> Must be the ocean water.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's entire coasts and Florida is the only place. I think it has more to do with their pain pill industry. I'm just going to put that out there. Maybe. So with that having been said, let's close this out with some advice what advice would you give people uh in the states that are seeing i'm not going to say discrimination but that are seeing some blowback from from the sex positive work or the sex work that they perform and being public about it and what advice would you give to people who want to be critical to those people
1: Um, uh, I mean, I'm sure it's been said, repeated over and over by people who are woke. But, uh, yes, woke. But, uh, just let people do what they want to do. Like, it literally does not affect you. Right? Like, if I decide I want to suck some dude's dick and you don't know the dude... And you don't know me; it doesn't affect you at all. So, kind of kindly. I mean, okay, but if you're
0: putting pictures, I gotta disagree with that one. If you're putting pictures of it on the internet, on like Twitter, that kind of affects me when I'm following you and it pops up on my timeline, and you're like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) "I mean, yes, if it's put on a public platform like that, I agree. You should be a lot more discreet about it." (laughs) you know like put a tasteful tasteful lewd photo and be like follow me on this for more kind of thing you know (laughs) I could see that because then it's not offensive Mm. you know like you're still wearing clothes you're not like gobbling some dick
0: (laughs) 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 oh very nice Nice. Uh, so that's for that's for the the uh, opponents of said said industries. What about for the for the people in or going into or so on and so forth? Those, those people, what advice do you have for them?
1: Um, the best way to get around is word of mouth.
0: <laughs> After talking about sucking dick, I got to be honest with you. That's kind of a funny phrase to use. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> that's the thing, okay? So every a lot of people are offended by the littlest things, right? So if you don't put it on the internet, a lot of people don't really see it and they don't really care.
0: Yeah. I can I can so, agree with that.
1: You know, keep it kind of word of mouth and you'll have a lot less blowback and <clears throat> I know I'm
0: (laughs) so many double entendres and innuendos here (laughs) I feel like you're doing it on purpose (laughs) (laughs) all right Do you got anything you want to plug? Anything you want to tell people about? Are you selling? Do you have an OnlyFans? Are you selling a premium Snapchat? What you got?
1: Uh, Nothing right now.
0: If people want to contact you, how do they get in contact with you for questions or business inquiries or anything like that?
1: I guess they can find me on Fat Life. Okay. That would be the best place to find me.
0: Okay. You, you gotta give him a name.
1: Oh yeah, sorry, it's the Booty Captain.
0: <laughs> the Booty Captain. All right, there you go, people. Kat, it has been great talking to you. Uh, I think we're gonna call this done. You guys go look her up uh, if you have any questions or just wanna chat, I suppose. Anything else? Anything you wanna add before we go? Um.